You're listening to the Tuna Town Talks Fishing Podcast with Captain Paul Miller. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening. I'm a full-time charter captain based out of Ennis, Louisiana, and over the years I've seen some of the most incredible things, and some of my friends have told me some of the most unbelievable stories. So much to where I decided I would like to start a podcast. And now a word from our title sponsor, Blue Wave Boats. Blue Wave has been the number one selling bay boat along the Gulf Coast for many years now. And with over 50 square miles of marsh located out of Venice, Louisiana, it is essential that I choose the right boat to put my clients on fish. For the last four to five years, I've been using a 24-foot bay boat powered with a single 300 Suzuki, and it's been an amazing boat. However, over the years, I've also learned that I like to target a lot of different species that are near shore, so having a bigger boat with more power could help with that, which is why I've decided to move to a 26 Pier Bay powered with twin 200 Suzukis, and this has been the perfect size boat for being able to target multiple different species, especially because the boat has over four live wheels in it, which allows me to use multiple different baits to target multiple different species. With the flush mounted seating, I'm also able to maintain ample fishability, all while still providing a comfortable ride for my clients. With the step toll technology, I'm able to be more fuel efficient at higher speeds, which is also a huge advantage when making long runs through the marsh. If you would like to purchase a Blue Wave boat, head on over to bluewaveboats.com where you can find your local dealer. Alrighty guys, welcome to another episode of Tuna Town Talks. I got uh, a, a, another guest on today. Uh, we got London. How do you say your last name? Roger. London Roger. I don't want to mess that up. London Roger from New Orleans, Louisiana, right? Yes. <laughs> well, guys, um, London's going to tell us a lot about her camp, Soul Grow. She's going to talk about her time in Venice. She's going to tell us a lot, but I'm not going to mess it up too much. I just wanted to kind of foreshadow that she does this um, camp, um, Camp Soul Grow. She's going to tell us a lot about the history of it and things like that. Um, but she does a lot of these um, camps um, down here in Venice. She's been doing them down here in Venice since uh, 2019. And um, this um, December on the 17th um, from 2 to 4, she's going to have a camp at Venice Marina. So I just wanted to let all you guys know that. And for more information, you guys can go on to um, www.campsoulgrow.org. Um, and she'll have like all kind of information out there on that. Um, and we'll talk more about some of the other events that she has because she has a lot coming up um from you know february march april um she's got stuff going on at the y so we'll we'll talk about all that in more detail i just wanted to kind of like tell you guys what we're going to be talking about um because overall we we do want to know more about um london we want to know more about you know your backstory and everything and that's what we'll go ahead and do now um so london um just i guess just tell us um you know how how old you how old are you by the way that's kind of a rude question but <laughs> <laughs> I'm 37 years old 37 years old and I've known London for a few years now but um like where are you from and and how did you find fishing So I'm born and raised in New Orleans uh I guess near near Bucktown between Bonneville and Bucktown and my mom as a single mother used to take me and my brother fishing growing up inshore I'm not really sure where we went but um she used to take us, and and I started my love for it then, um, and then. About how old? I mean, I, 
I guess like you know when my brother was old enough to hold a fishing pole <laughs> you know I was two years younger than than him uh, I just I just have memories of it you know it's not like we were experts or anything like that but I remember going to a lot of different places and, and having I feel like it's just a big different ex- memories of being yeah it's a big experience whenever you're a kid like catching a fish absolutely I feel like it's really impactful <laughs> right right I mean it's very exciting and and you remember that yeah and and I think that well so I was born and raised in New Orleans and I didn't really fish too much I guess like as I got older like towards high school and st- I say older but uh you know middle school <laughs> high school kind of and when Katrina hit it did take out our home uh near the levee like I said near Bonneville um in Bucktown and I was in New York and I ended up just deciding to stay there for I guess from 2005 to 2019 really or how old were you in 2005? I was 19. 19. And I had gone wow. to New York City for two days, just on a two-day vacation kind of thing. And uh, they started the evacuation. And so I decided to stay. And <laughs> then I got a job in fashion. And th- that, you know, New York fashion life kind of took over my life. So fishing was definitely not on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so... Living in New York, like I said, I was in fashion and kind of wrapped up in that world. And in 2014, she had passed away, uh, really from just depression Your after mom. Katrina. Yes, I'm sorry, my mother. She passed away in 2014, and I felt the need to kind of assess my life and figure out what I should be doing because I felt like I had been in this New York rat race and and just couldn't figure out how to what I was supposed to do with myself. So, so from 2004 and or 2005 until 2014 you were I was in, in New, New York, York City. Yeah. New York the, City, right. Living the fashion life. Living the fashion life That's in, pretty in cool, high though. heels That's and awesome. I mean you'd not recognize me. It's funny people look at me now they're like what happened? Did you, you know, like, like the design clothes <laughs> and stuff? Or? I did. I started really? working for Jimmy Choo and then I started designing prom and like pageant gowns and sewing and wow. uh, yeah, that's like, like every girl's dream. I right? went to FIT, right? It was a completely different life. It's <laughs> I laugh all the time, but um, but I wanted nature, you know, because I felt so, I guess, broken and confused by her loss. Even though she was here in New Orleans still, and I was in New York, I felt like I needed to figure out what I was really supposed to do and. I kept thinking about that little girl in second grade sitting in St. Angela Marisi, uh, Miss Miss O'Hare's class, <laughs> and like who I wanted to be when I grew up, and I wanted to find that girl again, so I felt like I needed to get out of the city and be in nature and kind of push myself and heal and find myself, so I said, okay, I'm going to go out to Montauk, which is kind of like what Venice is to New Orleans, Montauk is to New York City. It's you know down one road. Yeah, and I've heard some awesome stories about. It's a fishing town, right? They say right. It's, it's so beautiful, you know. <laughs> I think it's beautiful here too. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's and it's very, you know, it's it's healing. And so I had said that I was going to go for the summer, which was Memorial Day to Labor Day. Mm-hmm. I got a rental and. I was going to push myself every day athletically, spiritually, mentally, and creatively. And that by the end of the summer, just taking some time off for the first time, you know, since I was working, I guess, you know, um, that I would figure out what I was supposed to do and, and you know, kind of be in touch with who I was, suppose, you know, who I am. And, yeah, uh, try to find I felt out like lost. what you, you really right, wanted to Right, right. I yeah. knew I was, did not, you know, fashion was not going to bring me, uh, joy 
So I, uh, I ended up, like I said, I pushed myself in every way I could out there and really just found such a gratitude for simpler things, gardening and, you know, just breathing fresh air and Montauk is a fishing town. So I started fishing again and, you know, it's definitely not the kind of fishing that we do here. This is such a just different and <laughs> different more fun and the yeah. grander scale, yeah, I would say. <laughs> but um but but I started fishing out there and 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 then just enjoying being out there. Uh that first summer I ended up starting Camp Soulgrow because I felt so grateful to the people in the community who had embraced me being there as sort of a loner from New York City, from New Orleans, but their mom, you know, just passed away. Like I was very, I felt you, like. Where'd you get the idea? Like what, what made you decide to start? Like where'd you, was there something that gave you the name or well, was there like. Well, growing movie? up, I had always volunteered at the Ronald McDonald House. And so I'd love just being with the kids. And, and I felt like it was important for kids to be able to just have fun sometimes with somebody else or have a friend. And so I always wanted to do something with kids. Um, in 2008, I volunteered at the Watata Wabaraka Orphanage in Kenya, and uh, I loved being with the kids. I mean, every day, every other so day, I would say, I did really? in 2008. Yes, that was pretty cool. It huh? was amazing. Yes, and like every day, I went through the How whole long were cycle. You out there for? About two months. Two months. Um, yeah, That's and awesome. I had gone through like the cycle of like this is what I'm supposed to do. I can you know live <laughs> off of nothing. We didn't even have electricity, <laughs> you know. And then like oh goodness, get me back to you know like my car and you know just having things. So uh, I had that, that, that inner stirring. Experience. Oh, it was so amazing. I mean, yeah. I I I think of those kids all the time, and I think about how humbling it was for me, and um, it just was. It all leads back to me wanting to give love to kids you know and um and anyway so I had had that seed built in me from you know I guess like since like being a, a child almost I can remember even going to like fun fundraisers and Thanksgiving things with my mom and and she liked to volunteer and stuff like that so um I don't know it just was super important to me to be able to do stuff that I felt helped other people feel good um yeah. anyway so I had started, really thank you. I mean, it's just so, I know it's needed. Um, yeah, it definitely is. So I had, I had for fun, just had noticed like all the kids in Montauk, there were the rich and the poor and the outer towners and the locals and this like mix, but they were so segregated because the rich kids could afford to go to this camp and the not yeah. rich kids couldn't, it, you know, you'd, but you'd see them all at the beach, but they weren't together and this and that. And I was just like, you know what? kids are kids and like man like I would have liked to have been able to meet other kinds of kids growing up I'm so grateful for you know growing up in Metairie and everything like that but I do kind of felt like I was around the same kids in school that I was in dancing school and after school and just you know yeah. I, I it really excited me to be able to mix all the kids together in Montauk and have it just be free so I started with those businesses and the people who I had felt had embraced me and made me feel comfortable dining at their restaurant or going to their yoga studio or whatever it was. And I said, let's do a little workshop for the kids and we'll, it'll be free. So we can mix, mix them up and just kids can be kids and make, you know, friendships to last a lifetime, like in unconventional ways. So 
it was so much fun. I did I set it up at the Crow's Nest. We cooked, you know, we learned how to make the sea bass in the back. It's like one of the fanciest restaurants in Montauk. But like 15 kids, mixture of them, ages 7 to 12, come come on, come on. They, you know, were so excited and, and left with such a great feeling of accomplishment and inclusivity and just like – yeah, they all bonded like, uh, off of this like cool little you know for all kids club. Yeah. Uh, I think for a lot of people and a lot of kids, like what you try to create is a really impactful experience. I don't know. For me, like just this, my personal experience is like there's, I don't know, there's certain catches or certain you know teachers that maybe I can name like two teachers out of all my teachers that I really thought were like but you can name them yeah you know and that that is exactly what I love to be able to offer is but like that's why I say what you have is truly truly important for kids is because what you're creating are like really unique experiences and like those those are the most impactful for kids at times because like I don't know, like, if you go into school and you have teachers that are just going through the motions, you know, that's not that impactful for the kids, you know. And, or if if you might remember that teacher that comes up with a really unique way to teach math or something like that, you know. But Right, and I think it also gives, gives kids an, a new way to look at their community and see heroes around mm-hmm. them yeah. as people teach them new things, things that they may have not ever had an opportunity to learn or place uh, opportunity to go to this place. So... Um, role so, models and exactly and then like we're we're creating these mentors for them just like organically you know if yeah. they like them they like them if not no big deal they're not they don't have to ever see them again <laughs> if they don't want to you know what i mean it's just sign up for each each workshop you want to come to so anyway that was the idea was okay let's do a bunch all over and i did 11 of them from the end of july till labor day and the kids loved it i had a pool party for the end of summer for them and and this was just me doing it i named it camp soul grow because of my mom passing away that you know a few, 6 months earlier and we buried the roots her ashes in the roots of an oak tree and um just being in Montauk and starting my garden and picking back the dead leaves so a new one could grow and all just all that was so symbolic to me um, and so you it's started... about self-esteem. So Soul Grow is just, I mean, I'll show you the book I had written yeah. of all the names that I wanted and it stuck. Um, so you started Camp Soul Grow six months after your mom passed. Well, let's see. It, she <clears> passed <throat> in April and so I, well, no, I mean less than that. She passed away in April and I did my first workshop in July. Wow. So, so that was, it, that was really, it was just like a, was I a, felt like it was a gift from her to Montauk. Yeah, it was like I wasn't planning on staying, yeah. though. Yeah. I was just doing this because she had passed away and I felt like I was there to heal. And what could I do for her in this, you know, in her honor? I mean, you know, like is to give back to this place who was taking care of me after losing her in a, in a way. It's like how I saw it. And then after that summer ended, I had to stay because I felt like it meant so much to the kids and to the community and I wanted to make it a 501c3 so people could donate and be a part of it and it, it could be something that gave back to everyone and everyone has a piece of um so inclusive inclusivity has always been like a big factor for me in building this because I never want there to be a reason why a kid can't come other right, than they're right. too young. <laughs> that, yeah. That's kind of like what I've had to deal with because it is so 7 you, to 12 are the workshops. You say people could donate. So could like companies donate money and then then have like, 
you know, money. All, all donations are tax deductible. Yes. Okay. We're a 501c3. So it took a lot of paperwork and filing. And still to this day, it does. It's a lot to keep up with. And every so donation if somebody, made. somebody uh, listening wanted to make a donation, how would they go about doing that? Campsoulgrow.org. We have a PayPal have link a, that goes link straight to everything. our. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, Just wanted to and, put that out there. Oh, Why thank you. you. Right. I know. It's, you know, it's funny because. When I started it, I used the money that my mom left, and I just felt like it was something I had to do. I didn't think about the money, and everybody still tells me, charge, 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 but it's not about that. It's really about being able to keep it in reach for all kids and to have them be able to keep trying new things because who are we to say that, you know, for me, I always say, if a kid can only take 10 workshops, what about the 11th one? You yeah, know, and yeah. I want there it's to be probably that much more impactful to somebody that can't have something. Right, like just that, take like as many that. as you want, you know, <laughs> and take from it what you want. Yeah. It there's no expectations for the kids. There's no pressure. That's why I named them camp, where you know camps and workshops and camp Solgro. It's not class. It's not school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just no pressure. That's so cool. So, you get that genuine uh, heart to uh, want to help kids like that. You know, my, my wife's a teacher, and she's that same exact way. She just, like, loves to, you know, help um, help kids that really need the help, you know. Right, and, and, right. And, and see their face light up every day. She's always coming up with these unique ways to, you know, to do things and stuff. It's really cool. <laughs> when you watch a child, you know, try something new and gain confidence or make a new friend – it's so just rewarding and and really even when i see the adults that teach the workshops feel so fulfilled by spending an hour or 90 minutes with these kids and, and inspiring them you yeah, know giving them yeah, lasting like get, yeah. memories forever yeah I it's mean, that kind of that argument that there's no good deed good no, no good selfless deed <laughs> like that <laughs> it's so growing both ways yeah it really yeah is. it is right it. You, like you you give but you also right. receive right and it, you know <laughs> right it's old you know skills you know that people can share pass down you know this that it's just i don't know it is what we make of it the more people that want to volunteer and teach workshops the more workshops we can offer you know besides me just teaching as much as i can and getting you know like-minded <laughs> people to as well but um yeah it's all just I, I say, you know, we use our, the community as our classroom and the people and local businesses as our teachers. And it, it really is that because we can learn from everyone everywhere. Yeah. And it's fun. It's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of coordinating, but it's fun to be able to explore different places and different things and different skills and different, you know, different things for kids to try. Just try it. Make it a workshop. You right. know, it could be anything. So we do have a, a lot coming up, actually, two weeks from today. Here, before oh, we'll get to okay. all that stuff, but I want to, like, kind of finish, like, your, your oh, okay. timeline. You're so organized. <laughs> she she gives me a <laughs> timeline of her. Well, she, she, you've done you these know, podcasts before, I right? I have, you know. <laughs> I'm complex. What can I say? There's, there's a lot. I said, how much time do we have? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. But yeah, so you started Camp Soul Grow, and you you did it up in Montauk for how long? How so long from did you 2014 do it in July of 2014 until September of 2019, and in okay, 14 so, so that 19? was that was in Montauk, yes. Wow. But in unfortunately in 2016, I have to say, you know, my brother who is 
was friends with many, many of the charter captains down here, which again, just like made Venice feel so special to me coming home to. Um, he passed away in 2016 and it really further urged me to open Camp Solgro in New Orleans where I'm from. So in 2017 and 18, name? Matthew Roger. Matthew And Roger. my mom was Diane Roger. Diane Roger. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I really wanted to open up Camp Soul Grow down here where I'm from. I loved Montauk and I loved everything I was able to do there for the kids and everything we as an organization, you know, were. Um, but I, I wanted it to be here. And I was looking for any opportunity I could for us to find footing in 2017 and 2018 that didn't pan out. You know, at first I started just with using a small group of girls and not having enough money to pay people and, and you know, hire someone has, has been a struggle because I'm like, a, you know, I, I have help at events and for things like that, but there's no staff. You know, it's kind of a one-man band um, right now, and it has been. So the workload is, uh, it's a lot. And it was really tough to be able to get it started here while keeping Montauk up. Um, so I had start, tried in 2017, and then it kind of didn't work. And then 2018, um, a new approach. And, you know, we were doing stuff, but we were not able to actually get going um, or expand. It was really hard for me to scale it from Montauk to New Orleans um, by myself. So in 2019, I had come down here with an opportunity to merge with um, a large, large organization. And... Um, and I was really excited. You don't want to say the name of I mean, probably not. Okay, you know, fine. I don't know. No just, worries. Uh, yeah, no need to. But I thought it was our the answer. You know, after now doing this for about five or six years, something like that, um, I felt like this was it. And this was going to be able to take us to the level where we could sustain ourselves and we could grow in other communities. And, and this whole giving cycle could be – um, expanded expanded and, and why not and why not in every little city or any community that that wants it as long as you have people and kids you can do the workshops we promote everybody and you know we recycle the talent and skills and gifts of the community so uh so i did i thought this was it i was you know found venice i you know it was, everything was yay and then uh then covid hit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I was like really happy that I had fi found fishing. I don't even know if we've gotten to that yet, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, COVID had hit, and, and I started. I did an art supply giveaway in New Orleans, and I had all these bags of all these art supplies that I dream of getting as a kid. But I knew kids were stuck at home, so trying to do something to keep it up, and um, and we in eleven minutes all the bags were gone. So like again, another you know reminder of us having a problem scaling to a larger um, audience. You know, in New Orleans, you say free for kids, and we were, like, overrun. So it was not um, manageable for me. And I started doing stuff in Venice. Um, I made the Camp Solgo Almanacs, and we've done some events for Easter and for Christmas for the past two years and, and just, uh, you know, things here and there. But now, thank goodness, um, COVID is over we're saying right mm -hmm. and i've spent the past year getting us back um going so yeah we have a, a busy next few months and year and i'm so excited because 
part of what I already know, because I have been through this cycle already with starting it, you know, kind of from scratch, is watching the excitement of people when they want to get involved and help and in, in any way they can, you know, get overwhelmed because I need help even just like, you know, getting back and responding to people. But it's a beautiful thing to see that people do have gifts that they want to share or time or, you know, uh, you know, airtime to share for us to, you know, spread mm -hmm. our word or whatever it is. It's, it's a beautiful thing because it is all for the kids. And we're all those kids, you know what I mean? We're making it better for our future by, by making them more equipped to, you know, be independent and, and love themselves and make better decisions, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and more skilled and more connected and just like, I could go on and on, you know, <laughs> about about the benefits of, of uh, what we try a, and um, provide. It's such an amazing thing that, um, I don't know, I think we need more people like you. Oh. <laughs> I think we do. Because if we had more people that 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 got what you got out of teaching those kids, you know, we would all we would all be. I don't feel like I. It's not me teaching. It's m me with the like master plan in the back. That like, okay, hey, where are all the bad decisions made? They're made from fear, and and loneliness and insecurity. I mean, the the, the smallest bad decision to the biggest bad decision, and mm -hmm. that is what I feel. Okay, if we can heal or cure those things which all leads back to self-love and self-esteem, right. yeah. how much more powerful could could people be, right. you know? Right. And, and how much more advanced would the world even be? So, yeah, it's just giving people the opportunity to find self-love for themselves because you can't give it to somebody, you can't tell them to have it, It's but we can offer opportunities for them to find it and really believe it in themselves. Yeah. So that's why everything is, like I said, I keep saying it's no pressure because it is. It's common. Take from it what you want, you know, and I make them and try and do them as diverse and creative as possible um, because that's how the world is. You know what I mean? People are like, what kind of workshop? I'm like, whatever you want to do. You know, it could be something so simple as, you know, sewing or hair braiding or fishing or gardening or just even meditating you know it doesn't yeah, matter it's yeah. it's life and it's being able to give these opportunities to kids to come and be in a safe space where they can relax and make another friend or have time away from who knows what they have going on just to be able to be kids and soul grow that's what yeah. it is you know yeah. uh i don't know am i saying kind of slow it down a little bit yeah maybe because i feel like everything is so fast these days with yeah. kids with their phones and you know just wanting to grow up so fast and stuff that like yeah it is still camp i call it that we're year round but i i think it's important for them to be able to slow it down and do real things and, and learn how to do yeah. things for themselves yeah. too you know that's i mean that's a lot of the ways that i'll you know People always say, you know, what is life about? <laughs> and I always say, it's about the experiences you have and the people that you have them with. Them. Exactly. You know I mean? So, yes, I mean, like this is this <laughs> is an experience. We yeah, could do a is. broadcasting yeah. workshop. They would <laughs> love it. They would love it. But it's right. true. It's it the whole true. like, yeah. you know, we go to the post office, it's learn important. how to, what it's like to be a postal worker and how the postal system goes. And then we write somebody a letter and mail it off. You know, I feel it's like just they need the to do those for things. adults too. It, uh, so here you go. <laughs> now talk about like wanting to be able to just grow. We had soul grow. Camp Soul Grow was the kids and Soul Grow was the adults. And same thing. We'd go into the restaurants, learn how to cook. We'd have a big group oh, yoga. Oh, you did we the did adults? For adults for about almost a year. 
but he's again like I need help <laughs> you know I've been like it's so much from hand drawing every flyer to you know like I said I'm like the janitor and the computer girl and the planner and the teacher That's and the, the thing you know, is like everything. there's not enough people that are so big hearted to be a volunteer well if we can raise money then I can would love to be able to hire someone you know I mean I'd love to yeah, it, uh, that, that, if we could grow that, into I an mean, organization, like, you know, I mean, uh, with help. For me, just looking <laughs> from the outside, I would say it would be, you know, if, some, if you number. had somebody, if somebody <laughs> would donate a lot of money to this, then you exactly. could hire charter captains oh, to take right. kids fishing. We could have a soul grow boat. Kind of Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you could have a soul grow we boat. We could have a soul grow plane and drive around <laughs> all the different soul grows around the world. <laughs> hey, we could. You could. You, you know? could. And it's, it, I mean, like, I don't know. It, you never know what kind of seed gets planted whenever these things get uh, published, but I, I think that it's in, incredibly important and if you know if you did have money there's no there's no telling what kind of you know experiences you could you know provide for right kids and stuff. well the if thing that I, that I love the money is and but not just the money but the people you can cultivate like a, a true you know business that well look, what business, I love is that we don't compete with people. people we collaborate yeah, exactly exactly yeah. exactly bring, bring a community together to, right. to try and do you know what you've already and people done, say really. well why don't you charge you shouldn't have made it a 501c3 and, and I'm like no no, this is for everybody. It's yeah. for everybody. Everybody wins. If we can raise money, then... If we can raise money, then we can do we more. Can do, we can do more. I right. had a bus for the kids in Montauk, which was great because, mm-hmm. you know, just, again, with, like, not giving the parents... I hate to sound like this, but not giving the parents who are not invited to the workshops. It's for the kids only so they can relax and it's there. It's all for them, you know, but not giving them a reason to have to say no or not let them go or you know so we had a bus that would pick them up from you know their house and bring them to the workshop and bring them home all for free we painted the inside and the outside it was beautiful i want to get another one for here because there are a lot of parents that it's inconvenient or they can't or they won't or they don't feel like it or whatever it is you know transportation is an issue so i want to raise enough money so we can get a bus and get insurance for the bus and you know be able to do this and have it so that the kids are able to keep trying new things and doing positive things with their time off you know we're not school it's important that I say that because you know we are we are a community community um just kind of sharing time with each other and inspiring one another um I never wanted to feel like a kid is expected to do something a certain way or mm-hmm. be a certain way you know we completely encourage individuality and that's the the rules are be nice and have fun you know be so nice i want to make it fun. reachable like and accessible for every kid and every family it's you the know? same rules on my boat <laughs> be nice and have fun <laughs> there you go I mean, it's true right <laughs> so um so anyway yeah i am really excited to you know here now i have been working offshore for you know as a deckhand for like three a little over three years now. Um, and now I have done some events for holidays at the, at the marina, but I'm excited to be able to take this to the real level that what we, of what we do is workshops. So the marathon on the December 3rd, um, it's going to be my 22nd full marathon. It's funny because I'm like not a runner, but I'm a marathon runner. I've raised over $50,000 in the past just for running far. 
<laughs> trying they, to. Who's donated you th- $50,000? No, I mean, I've run so many marathons that I have collectively raised, you know, oh, over $50,000, over $50, which is pretty cool That's because pretty I'm not awesome. a runner, you know, like it's, but it's, it's great because anything that I can do to be able to raise awareness and obviously to raise some money so we can do more. I'm up for so December third. Okay, let's go. You know, St. Jude Memphis Marathon. I'm like, why not? You know, keep pushing. And yeah, I'm hoping to raise some money for the camp. Uh, wow. How many miles is it? Twenty six point two. Wow. I know. That's a long. Ways. I know. I know. I'm nuts. But uh, <laughs> what's the longest you've ever ran? You know, I mean, uh, it was a marathon. Um, but one of the, some of them have been mismarked, and some of them have felt like longer than marathons <laughs> because they've been uphill or you know whatever. Yeah, I know. Right? But that um, brutal. Yeah, I mean, I always laugh because I'm five two and a half, and you know, count how many steps I have to take versus those people with the long legs that can just like you know like prance down the block, you know, in two it's strides. Like two to two to your I know, one, right? I know. So it's yeah, it feels like far, far and um. Yeah, it's, I never even, I mean, I can remember, I never, never even wanted to run one ever to begin with. And then I did one, it's like to challenge myself, and then I was like, I can do another one. And then I started, oh, well, raise money for most valuable kids, or charity water, or this or that. And then it started, it, yeah. then, well, by the time it was Soul Grow in 2014, then, you know, obviously, yeah, like, self-sacrifice like come on let's raise money for camp soul grow (laughs) i'll run so you know that's december 3rd and it is um in memphis uh i'm excited for the barbecue and um really it's gonna be really sweet because saint jude it's for the saint jude children's hospital and uh again you know just giving back to kids and being able to support other children's nonprofits, you know is super important to us too Mm -hmm. so it's all collaborative and then uh what that's december 3rd we have a raffle going on for raffle for the kids in our community um they're ten dollars a piece each raffle ticket and you can win two nights at the sportsman's lodge with an inshore fishing trip and a triple tail fishing trip and an airboat tour and a venice marina gift card and just all this stuff um for ten dollars a ticket you can buy those tickets on campsoulgrow.org uh, Santa will be pulling the winner at our holiday spectacular, our second annual Camp Soul Grow holiday spectacular at the Venice Marina on December 17th from 2 to 4. That is free for all kids. We did it last year. I've actually, I've done one every year except for COVID since I started. And it's so much fun. Just like, you know, it, it's not a workshop. Um, it's a, it's a party. But, you know, it's nice to be able to give the kids down here and everywhere, really, just, like, another reason to celebrate and be together. And um, So you know, what kind of stuff will you guys be doing there we'll from have, 2 to 4? Right? Uh, yes, we'll have – there's, like, I don't know, there's art in everything that we do. So there's there's painting and there's ornament decorating and, and there's cookie decorating and uh, gingerbread houses and hot chocolate bar and karaoke and uh, – all kinds of we got a snow machine we got santa we got dancing we got as much as we can fit in you know it's i always say like i plan all of our events and workshops with more things than the kids have time to do so that they just stay busy and not you know they, they'll run through stuff and then get bored so we have all kinds of stuff jam-packed into our time you know allotments that um mm-hmm. they're more than more than happy with everything going on and it's 
awesome chaos at our, you know, holiday events. Right. We have our third annual bunny hop at the Venice Marina. It's amazing. It's been three now. Uh, <laughs> that'll be April 1st, which seems like far away, but, it, you know, we'll, it'll be here before we know it. April 1st. Um, but then even um, sooner than that, in starting in 2023, Camp Solgra will be filling in the gap for the kids and parents down here in Plaquemines Parish while the kids are out of school. So every day during the holiday breaks, you know, January, February, March, and April, that they don't have school, we're going to have awesome days set up at the Burris YMCA from 11 to 3 It'll be three-hour workshops and a lunch break, and it they're all, you know, diverse and fun, taught by locals. Yeah, guys, so January 16th, February 22nd, the 23rd, the 24th, March 17th, and then April 10th through the 14th, and that's um, – you'll be there from 11 to 3, you said? Yes, all so we'll days. be offering three different workshops um, and a lunch provided by different people in the community and, and businesses – all well, of our, what our kind workshops, of workshops are, will be there. So there'll be three workshops per day and a lunch break. Um, each workshop will be diverse. Um, every day there'll be one that is health oriented, where the kids will move around, whether it's hip hop or yoga or um, you know karate or anything. Uh, and then there'll be a creative one where the kids will be able to paint or use coloring, you know, art supplies and stuff like that. You know, and then there'll be uh, third maybe, maybe I'll come teach how to throw cast. And oh, there you go. And then there'll be a local <laughs> business. Right, exactly. So, and that's the thing. It's it's fun to be, I don't have them all so filled the, in yeah, yet. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, they, like, you have but these dates diverse. that are they're there. But they're as diverse as possible. You're going to try and get the best as you can. Uh, yeah, I, I'll make sure. a whole new flyer for each day. Right, Because right. it's going to be, and I can't say over... I guess right now what my I, ideas know, are. I know, I know it's hard to like put an exact nail on it. Right. I just wanted to kind of have an overview so people as know diverse what to as possible. It'll be know. a creative, a movement, and you know, a, and fun. You know, then that's what it is. And they'll Down be as diverse as possible. <laughs> yes. Cool. Taught by awesome people. Right. Cool. cool. And um, yeah. So so I hope to also plan workshops throughout the community which is you know again like the heart of what we do i'm so grateful to have this at the y so the kids can come all day and we have like a safe hub for us um before you know un until we can get our own space if we if we do down here um but i do want to be able to plan some on-site workshops too at different restaurants and just like i said the post office and, and different Fishing, obviously, you know, yeah. some things all around town because I love the, I hate to use field trip learning, but, you know, just like adventurous learning, which is yeah. so fun. Yeah. Um, is, I want yeah. us to have a garden. I want us to, you know, all the stuff that is so easily attainable, but we got to get going. And I do yeah, need I some feel help. like there should be somebody out there that could like, like I know money helps with everything. So like, there's got to be somebody out there that would come and donate to this and, 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 and give you some help. That I mean, they, and I, I, I know that there's so many people out there and I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there that donate to the same charities all the time and they give out a lot of money like that and stuff. And 
I'm sure those are great, but it seems to me like something smaller like this can be sometimes more impactful because somebody like you, you're very passionate about this. I can tell, you know what I mean? And it's hard to find that when things grow so big, you know, mm -hmm. when people are just going through the motions, they kind of just lose their passion for oh, it. Oh, I'm you know still hand painting the aprons. Yeah. I mean, it's. I know. I see true. that. I see how much work and how dedicated you are. I'm just trying to get across to maybe somebody out there that, I, you know, I think this would be a, a great thing for um, somebody that wants to you know give away to charity that somebody you know i hope somebody out there tries to make this um give you some help thank you yes and I i'm gonna try to as well oh, i'm gonna go well ahead and this say is that, i appreciate know. it so much I, well yeah. you know I'm, I'm gonna do the podcast of course but also i, I think i think i want to try I've, I've said I, I like to work with kids and and um yeah, maybe. I'll I mean, you could even, not, and I know that like an hour and a half, it adds up. And I can't it is make hard it. I can't stuff. make it on December. 17th. Well, that's like a party. I already told you that. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's like a party. But as far as teaching workshops and stuff, you know, another reason why. Okay, now it adds. You know, another part of my job is not just planning. It'd be one thing if we could like pay these people and make a reservation with their life and free time, you know. But a lot of people kind of like i'll let you know when we get closer if i have that time available yeah so it's a lot of checking in double checking making sure we're good yeah, are we okay good, are we yeah. still going we got a volunteer you know it's a lot of that because it is volunteer it is volunteer so, so people aren't as committed to people it. are not as committed the kids are and the parents are they're yeah, ready to send yeah. them but for me it's tough because people it's hard to get people to do stuff it's, for it's free. A, it's, it's, a, well, it's, it's, it's crazy how money runs everything, oh, but goodness. it's the same like if you don't take a deposit for a fishing charter, uh -huh. you know what I mean? That people, they will flake on you just because they don't feel like going or whatever. But if they have a little bit of skin in the game, then mm -hmm. they will, you know, and it's, you know, I always say whenever somebody wants to get out of a charter that they pay, you know, they put a deposit on, it's like you've already reserved their time. They block their time. They're right. committed right. to you know, making a living on the water. Right, that's they're what they're committed on, you. on that, you know. And we've had I know I have never I've I will be honest, I haven't done a ton of volunteer work, but I've my dad, um or there's a I've worked with a, a a reef organization that had a lot of, you know, volunteer membership. And it it's it's the same thing. It's mm -hmm. it's so hard to get anything well, part you know, of what I really do love as far as as far as help at the workshops is I love inviting thirteen and older kids children to kind of help mentor kind of yes yeah. because <laughs> we don't want to have adults standing around the kids you know the yeah. kid wants that nobody so we wants them that, to be relaxed yeah. um but we do want them to be you know safe and yeah. you know have someone to ask if they have a question and um and my one of i keep saying my favorite part but every part is my favorite part like, i love being able to connect the teenage kids with the younger kids because they sort of are able to form these bonds and choose their mentors, you know, just whoever they it's get along more relatable with. a little bit. Right, you know, they're right. They're not like forced that. to be there. You know, and, and I know when I was growing up, <clears throat> I didn't want to talk to the guidance counselor or my parents or anything, you know, at, yeah, but I would have talked times. to the girl that I looked up to at the dancing school, yeah. you know, that and and I love being able to offer that because then the teenagers, not only are they getting community service, yeah. but they also get to that feeling of, and they get to be a part of all the cool stuff we do and not have to like actually yeah. take up a spot, but they get to be the hero. And I call them mm -hmm. the go-to kids because when there's, they have a question, we're like, go to a, her. There's <laughs> actually a lot of studies about that in learning environments, having like kids that have all ages opposed to 
a lot of the schools that we have now, you know, that's all age based. Mm-hmm. You know, you have ten and eleven year olds, and you right. have twelve and thirteen year olds, and you know, you do it like that. And but they've said that there's a lot of learning advantages to having a right. broad range of kids, and it's well, I definitely think that seven that to you, twelve you, is you perfect. You noticed that obviously. Well, I think seven to twelve is is you know we can we can get in kids can tie their shoes. And yeah, they can more or less listen, you know, they're what I mean? little people. <laughs> they can keep their hands in if we go into a hot kitchen, you know, like they they're they're yeah. they're a little more developed, but they're at the age where they are dreaming or they are wondering, you know, about themselves or starting to think about things and realize things. And then by 12, they're about to be, you know, a teenager. Yeah. And that is where we're trying to build them up, yeah. build up their self-esteem, build up all like I say the cracks inside of them that they don't even know they have by the time that they are teenagers, they'll be stronger people and be able to make better decisions. And then if they stick with us and volunteer, then they're, they're the mentor already, you know, and it's beautiful. I love it. It's like, (laughs) I can't even tell you it. it, I have been, I've been so blessed to witness everything that we're able to do. We've run over 600 free workshops for kids in long Island and in new Orleans since 2014 and i have seen the kids age through the program and come back and volunteer and i have i've I've watched them and and heard them tell other people what this camp has meant to them and i see them wearing their shirt and being so proud to be (laughs) camp soul grow and it's like why am i doing this this is why i'm doing this you know and and i can't not you yeah. know, I feel like the world should be doing it, but since they're not, I'm going to do it and hopefully get some help, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, well, it's, it's 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 cool. It's always really cool whenever I meet somebody that's really uh, passionate about what they do. It's now a lot of, I mean, like there's so many people that I talk to with just jobs, you know, and they don't really, they're not necessarily passionate about what they do. But I mean, being a charter captain, you do meet people from time to time and you can point them out. It's like, oh, that, that person's got, he's got what I got. He's really right, passionate right. about what he does, you know. <laughs> I feel like it's hard though. And again, like, you know, a lot of people uh, don't know what they're supposed to do and don't know what they feel like doing or don't even know what they like sometimes. So being able to open the doors for all of these different opportunities is what I think is so important. Try it. No, no problem. If you don't like it, no skin off your back, none off mine. Nice (laughs) to meet you. You know, like hope you had a great time. They don't get in trouble. They're not, they can't make a bad grade. They can't, they can do no wrong. They just come and try something new. You know, it's, I love it. And they feel good about it. And then of course, like if a kid, let's say we go into the dancing school and the kid, you know, didn't, know if they wanted to sign up for a whole you know however long they have to sign up for dancing school or whatever it is and they go and they love it then there you go sign up with that dancing school here you go you know so we're we're handing the businesses customers too you know or potential customers for life uh, i see it all the time with kids that go and cook in the kitchens you know or and we had a barista workshop before and this and that. They drag the parents back to those smoothie places or this restaurant because they've created a bond with them before. And they, they've they been there and it's their yeah, place. And cool. so, you know, yeah. it's like, awesome. you know, and I can't wait to hear that, like, you know, so-and-so got their first job at the camp. That, yeah. You know, like all that stuff. It's true because a lot of it is back to feeling confident, you yeah. know. So if these kids are able to break those barriers at younger ages, then there you go. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. they walk down the street or, or see someone at the marina. Oh, hey, Paul. I got, you know, they yeah. met you before. Yeah. Yeah. They feel comfortable. They feel safe. They have a friend. They it's amazing how much more you can learn with uh, confidence. You it's, know what I mean, I mean it's life. Do you know yeah. how much nicer people would be? <laughs> can we spread confidence around? I notice it just like, I mean, I always revert to like teaching people how to fish or fishing, but like whenever I'm teaching somebody how to fish and they've never seen what it's like when it's good it's hard for them to understand exactly how to you know hook the fish right. or whatever because they haven't it you know they've never seen it to where it's good and they've never done it enough time to where they're confident right. you know? it's like Absolutely. no you're doing everything right it's just it hasn't happened yet you know somebody somebody's described it as like you can't teach a dog how to duck hunt unless you, uh-huh. you know, have a good duck hunt you know i've never <laughs> been hunting i've never i've never but I'm, i will I'm not say a big duck hunter but i, I can see it's the same thing i know? do love especially fishing with women because i do feel like women ask me questions on the boat that they normally would not feel comfortable to ask i could see a guy, that yeah. you know <laughs> the captain or excuse me you know but they'll ask me i mean from the smallest things to the biggest things on the boat and and i like being able to and with the kids like kind of level with them yeah. and talk to them in a way that they understand and takes the edge off a little bit and they feel comfortable you know i mean that's aside being out there and feeling connected to you know my mother and my brother and my roots here in louisiana and just everything i've been through and where my life has taken me aside all that gratitude of like god's beautiful you know sea that we golf from mexico that we get to fish in and just everything like it's it's i love being with the people yeah, i love yeah. every day being <laughs> able to like, you know like meet new people and, and i always say that like when they leave i'm like no don't leave you know like I, I love the customers i love meeting new people and being able to help them have some of their best days you know yeah, and make yeah. these memories which is i get to be a part of their awesome memories with them like it's such a gift it is know? it is i it's, love it it's an amazing job i say it all the time it's it's so cool it's like i don't know you're you're to, to in order like guiding right you're you're just going out doing what you would want to do and you're taking people with you you know if you do it the right way and so it's supposed to be fun for you and fun for the people and uh yeah i mean it's it's an amazing job it really is <laughs> it it i mean i want to go inshore more it's funny because i feel like i'm so offshore that i don't go inshore you know, and, mm-hmm. and if I have it is like that, huh? It's either it is right. It's like seems like well, there's a few, there's a handful that kind of do both or try to do both. But um, you're right. Well, I no, want to take the kids offshore and inshore. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it is. I'm completely humbled again. You know, being out there and and just for being in Venice. Venice is what brought me home after all the loss I had incurred since Katrina, and you know, with my family and everything that like. And then the camp, not, you know, being able to run when I finally moved down here. But the fishing's been here for me, you know, and yeah, like this community, yeah. the, you know, Ve- Venice in like general. A- I'm like, you know, the water. I'm just like, I'm so happy to be home and I'm happy to now be able to start this again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see COVID kind of simmer down and this be able to be a part. And one thing I really want to like kind of talk about and point out is, like I can remember growing up, like my my dad was an, an engineer, a small business owner. My mom was a nurse, and you know we we were net, nor you know upper echelon, nor you know poor. We we had money, and my dad had a boat and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I can remember, you know, we spent a lot of the weekends at Horn Island, and um, you know, 
out in the Gulf of Mexico and all that stuff. And a lot of the kids I went to school with had never seen any of that stuff. You know, it's almost like we were living. Right. I didn't know Venice was here growing up. Right. I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really, you know, I'm like, what? My, yeah. I mean, my dad was a very nice person. And if anybody ever wants to go see any of those photos, primofish.com. My dad has like all my childhood Aww. photos and videos Aww. and all that kind of stuff on there and YouTube videos for days. But he'd had, you know, he would, we'd, he would bring some of those kids out there that, you know, had never been out there, friends and stuff, kids from school. And it was just amazing. They'd get, you know, go to Horn Island or Petty Boy Island and see all of it. And, you know, it's just, you know, nine miles life off the coast. Right. Yeah, but it's I mean, just it like changed a, my life. It's, it's like been totally in my backyard my whole life. Right. Yeah, exactly. Finally, <laughs> finally. I'm like, what? I wish somebody but, told uh, me about this forever ago. <laughs> but the point being is I, I know that there's a lot of kids down here in Venice that go to school here and they, they, you know, they don't they, even know they, what's out there. They, you know, they wake up, they go to school, they, you know, they might play in the canals and, the, you know, wherever um, the riverbanks and stuff. But they've never seen the blue water, you right. know, before. They've never seen the rigs, and they never went diving out there like I got to. You know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff, like scuba diving out the rigs. I've never been diving either. I mean, I was scuba diving at the rigs at, like, you know, nine, oh ten goodness. years old, you know. So, like, wow. <coughs> all that kind of stuff, you know, like, that's so I don't cool. know. I just think that that's right. so important. Like, somebody should want to provide that. And how like, would they know about it, right? How would well, they know if it wasn't in their... Orbit. Well, the thing is, is like all these kids, they grow up in Venice and what Venice is known for and what people come here for. Thousands of people come and, and are tourists here every year. But the local kids never get to see what the tourists get paid because it, it costs expensive. too much money. Yeah. You know, it's three to four thousand right. dollars for a fishing charter. Um, to go out Someone there. sponsor a Soul Grow fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's what I mean. If somebody were to sponsor these trips, like right? these kids I that know. never get to experience this you stuff. You made me cry. <laughs> could see, could, you know, could see what, you know, all these, what all these tourists are coming down here. And then maybe that it could inspire that kid to be, you know, a charter captain like right. me because, because it's, it's crazy. But like, you know, I come here to charter because I grew up in Mississippi and I had those experiences that would then show me that like this is what I love and this is what I want to do and then then I became a charter captain but if the seeds never planted right you know what I mean there's also never a love a, of for where they're where they are where they are and where they're from yeah you know well, a pride that, yeah but I, I think more importantly I think the more people that we can get that have a love for the ocean and a love for the water and and for catching fish the more that we'll have to protect it you know that's the whole basis of conservation <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing so hard <laughs> this is the pop quiz portion <laughs> no it's not <laughs> oh you're great mm. but it's but uh, no no it's true that like you know like that's i absolutely agree but it the it the kids will never you know i s s to me whenever you see blue water you go out there in the ocean you think like the 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 possibility yeah or or right whenever you take the dive into getting in the water and then seeing everything down there you know it's it's the whole nother world and it makes your mind go man the possibilities are endless you know what i mean we can we can do whatever we want and then that can be anything you know it's true i know and that's how i feel every morning and every afternoon when we're riding in and out and i mean obviously out there too but it's just 
endless possibility and how yeah. blessed we all are you know it's nothing but gratitude truly i mean that yeah. people you know say how was today and i'm like, great and they're like what you know like it was rough it was i'm like no it was a great day, <laughs> <laughs> it was a great day. it's always a great day if you catch yeah. enough for dinner and yeah come home safe, but right? still you know what i mean it's it's i'm it's just amazing to be able to be out there yeah yeah truly that's what some people always say like oh don't catch too much or just take what you need i'm like man let's face it none of us are starving out here right <laughs> i know it's true, it's true. And if you're recreationally it's fishing i mean you're not starving I right mean. <laughs> right well that's no but you know i do appreciate the hard work that it takes and the people who's it's i mean it's you're you're full-time you know yeah. it's your livelihood it's you're it you're providing yeah. this service and working so hard for people to be able to experience the magic out there and it, it's mm -hmm. that's commendable you know you've <laughs> devoted your life to making other people's memories happen you know? i think it's, it's a really important thing i think we need more guides and and to anybody listening or any kids out there that want to be a guide is you know we don't all have to kill fish in order to be a guide you know i know that's like what we get you know we get glory for and that's what venice is known for is for killing fish but i think we need guides of all sorts mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i i went on my bachelor party um we went to austin texas and we went on a bike bike tour we had ah. a, and there was a you know guide and he, he he's guided all over the world you know he's done bike tours through guatemala and just right. different places and there's you know there's there's endless amounts of guides is what i'm trying to say so you know if you want to you know have a lifestyle type of business and provide experiences for people there's you know go and learn how to rock climb or do you know whatever yeah. you know there's a lot of things out there and and take people and provide experiences for people because i think we need more um more genuine good um experiences yes, for everybody i agree you know, kids adults it's everybody so needs grow. It. yes <laughs> for sure for sure that's what we say it's um inspiring children's growth from the inside out and that's you asked about the how i got the name and that's really that's that's what it all means you know helping children grow from the inside yeah yeah that's awesome thank you it's super cool i i love um everything about um camp soul grow and Thank uh, you. i hope to to help you with that and um who knows who i'm knows so grateful to be here with you today really i mean i was so nervous when we started um but <laughs> you know yeah i mean I saw I, always, I, it's like i get a, a lot of people and it's you know it's like everybody's nervous when they start but i'm like why it's fun and by the end of I don't it they think get anyone it. really likes the way they sound on you know they're yeah, hearing my voice right. is tough but you it know, is fun don't you it's fun <laughs> Yes, it's super fun. I feel like we're like <laughs> we look like we should be like driving like a plane right now too. <laughs> but no, it is, and it, it I, again like I'm so grateful for the opportunity. If one person hears Camp Soul Grow, you know, I'm grateful for it. So uh, you know, really, thank you for well, thank you for letting me share well, everything. Well, I we're guess doing. um one more time, if you guys want to donate, go to www.campsoulgrow.org and um you see dates how to donate all that kind of yeah, stuff right and let us know if you want to teach if, a workshop and, or if you London have any fish, ideas yeah yeah all that and um you fish down here is there any way you want to tell people to come i i have started down here uh, i came down for the first time and got hooked huh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah and it's it's amazing i'm very grateful i have been able to fish with the best 
<laughs> the best out here. Um, you know, I, I say I'm like the um, call me if you need me because I don't work just for one company. I work for everybody. And okay. it's kind of just how I am in general, you know. Like, so let me know if you need me. You, you um, might end up on a boat with London, but yeah. you never know which boat. I mean, it's <laughs> – it's yeah. I mean, let me know if you want to book a trip for sure. Um, but – I guess they're, where uh, they, can they find you on, like, Facebook, Instagram? I have London Fishes. London is Fishes. Is my Instagram. London Rogers. just tough for people to remember. So London Fishes is, is my fishing one. London Fishes. Okay. Yeah. So, at London Fishes, guys. All right. Well, is well, there anything I'm, else you want to say? I just want to say thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm completely excited, and, and I'm just so grateful. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. And I'm I, I can't wait for you to be a part of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Thanks again, London, and um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Happy holidays.